everyone, my name is Clay, and welcome to another episode of Terminally Nerdy's Indie Impressions, the show where I take a look at independent, non-AAA, and niche titles, giving you my first impressions after at least two hours of playtime. If it's good enough for Steam refunds, it's good enough for me, basically. And today we're going to be looking at probably one of the most unique and oddball games I have ever gotten to do on this. And I'm doing this because the developer themselves reached out to me uh, because of another video I did, actually, from Reddit, and asked me to take a look at this. It's called War Sim, and it's a text-based kingdom management simulator using ASCII graphics and words. The footage you're seeing is the entire game. It's just menus and ASCII art and music and voice acting sometimes. Really weird voice acting. The entire premise of the game is you will generate a kingdom at the start of the game after picking how long you want your game to be. The games are basically played out in a number of years. A year is basically a turn. So you're not playing out like month to month, you're playing year to year. And during a year you will have a bunch of decisions to make about how your kingdom is managed. In fact, the name is probably the worst part of the game... Because it's really not a war simulator, but the name makes it sound like a war simulator. It's a kingdom simulator. So maybe King Sim would have been a better name? Uh, and honestly, the story is whatever you make of it, because everything is randomized. You randomize races, you randomize uh, the other kingdoms, you randomize all sorts of things. You get to pick your name, you can pick what your appellation is, like in the video you're going to see here, I call myself an Archmage, because I can, and I set myself to be Wizard, instead of like Malord, Milady, whatever. Because I can do that, and the game allows it. You can even have genders as bizarre as you want, all sorts of stuff like that. It's very, very open to what you can do. Uh, and basically, the game is as follows. Once you've got your you know, kingdom set up in the game generates all the opposing kingdoms, uh, all the bandit camps, all the adventuring parties, and all the other stuff. You end up at a screen where you can basically go through a bunch of menus and decide what you're going to do. Do you want to explore the world around your kingdom? You can do that. Uh, in fact, that is something you should do every turn. You can explore three times each turn. These are how you find things like mines, uh, the slaver camps, bandit camps, brawler pits, all sorts of these different kind of locations. And then you can interact with those locations. Uh, in one of my games, I found a brawler's pit, a slaver's camp, and a bandit fort all in the north region. And I took them all over. They all belong to my kingdom now. Uh, which generates more money, more income, uh, you know, and more stuff to kind of keep an eye on. It's very much a management simulator with a lot of menu-based stuff. You don't really do any of the fighting yourself. You're not going to be entering commands to fight. Uh, other than exploring, you can hire your troops, which you want to do every turn. Uh, troops come in like peasants, slaves, uh, knights, etc. Each one being different strengths, costing you different amounts of money. You can set their wages. Uh, you can talk to your advisors. You can visit different parts of your kingdom, like the bank, the arena. You can make bets at the arena and watch fights play out. Uh, there's little ASCII animations for a lot of this stuff. 
Uh, and then the big part of the game is going into your throne room and seeing per, uh, parishioners, basically people coming in asking you for favors. That is the meat of this game. Uh, you can end up with as little as like five or six people waiting to talk to you to upwards of 60 to 70. Uh, one of the years after I took this video, I kept playing for a while, one of the years actually got to like 72 people waiting. A lot of bards. So many bards. They all want to play music. And what's interesting is that stuff like the bards, for example, if you let them play their music, it's randomly generated. The bards... You know, skill in what instrument they use, and everything is random. Some of the bards will sing, and they will have voice acted singing, which is actually really nice. Uh, I've had a couple of random spurts of voice acting with uh, talking to characters like a goblin was babbling nonsense. I gave him a gold coin, he ate it, and then all of a sudden the game decided to, in voice, go, I wish to transcend the goblin kind mindset. And I was like, what the heck? Like, he went from babbling to that. It was real weird. <laughs> uh, and really, the meat of the game is in the throne room with the stories that come from there. Stuff like, uh, there was kind of a sad and kind of messed up story in the very first time I played. One of the characters was brought up, it was my guards, and they brought a guy who had been accused of sleeping with the skeleton of his dead wife. And... Like every time, you have to decide whether or not you believe the person is guilty. You can question the guards, you can question the criminal. So I asked him if he did it, and he flat out said yes, because I miss her dearly. That is really depressing. My response to that was to throw him in the dungeons, go to the uh, troop section, and hire him out as a bandit troop. Because uh, you can hire your prisoners out as bandits. Overall, I think the game is a lot of fun. There's a lot of weirdness to it. It's incredibly cheap. It's five bucks, normally. And if you're into this sort of thing, and if you can stand the text-based visuals, it's a ton of fun. And honestly, I think it's best if it was on mobile. This is the perfect game to play on my phone, because I'm not typing commands, I'm typing numbers, you know. You know, option 1, option 2, option 12, option 13. I'm picking numbers and typing in numbers. Like, how many troops do I want to hire? 127. There's no actual words here. I'm just typing numbers. If this was on mobile, I'd be like, yes, pick this up, buy it, have some fun with it. Because I have a ton of mobile text-based games on my phone. This would be something I would love to add to it. So, uh, developer out there, because I know you said you're going to watch the video... Think about putting this on mobile if you can. There's plenty of uh, options that'll help you export it there. So look into that. All right. Well, that was another oddball video. <laughs> Not every day I'm going to take a look at text-based games. Anyways, thanks for watching. As always, make sure to like, share, subscribe, all that good stuff. And I'll see you on the next one. Hey, thanks for listening to the Terminally Nerdy Podcast. If you want to see the video version of this, please visit youtube.com slash terminallynerdy. Also, you can support me on Patreon. Every dollar goes back into funding for hosting of this podcast, uh, new games, uh, advertising, everything to kind of help grow everything that I'm doing. You can find me at patreon.com slash terminally nerdy. And hey, thanks for listening. Be kind to each other and stay nerdy, everyone. See you next time.